Crowder focused on two parts of the offer, that he would lose money if he failed to deliver all his contracted episodes, and that his money could be reduced if he was banned from YouTube or other platforms. He left that out that it was over $50 million for four years. Fans quickly figured out Crowder is talking about the Daily Wire, so tonight Daily Wire CEO Jeremy Boring, the right-wing mogul Empire Builder character, puts out his hour-long video effectively calling Crowder a moron for misconstruing the offer. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Amazing! Crowder, who also screwed over somebody he used to work with, was it not gay Jared? Because he had him tied up in a contract. Wasn't that Stephen Crowder who did that? Go on, Candace. So is he supposed to be the moral high bar? Are we not supposed to call him out for that? Here, here's the thing. Stephen, why don't you release not gay Jared from his NDA and allow him to talk about how he felt he was treated by you? <laughs> Hell yes. Keep going. All of you. Accelerate. We need more. <laughs> The other day, I was playing a Steven Crowder video where it looked like Steven Crowder had just discovered what a contract was and or what exploitation was. It was kind of like babies versus capitalism. And he was turning the whole thing into a cause because that's what right-wingers do. They take something, like look at Jordan Peterson, Bill C-15. Uh, he'll take something and then he'll invent uh, oppression because he's not actually oppressed by it, but he'll, he'll invent oppression. He'll turn it into a cause and then suddenly he'll rally people around and make tons more money. It's, it's really profitable. So Steven Crowder did the same thing where he basically, his Blaze contract expired. Now, I thought when he was talking about his contract, he was talking about a possible renewable Blaze contract, and he was so mad at what he called Big Con. He said, we got to fight Big Con. Uh, Big Con is directly uh, tied to big tech. It turns out that uh, really huge conservative uh, media outlets uh, don't allow for uh, you know good independent journalism. Uh, I have to censor what I say uh, because if I'm demonetized on YouTube, they, they garnish my wages. Uh, it's terrible. I'm taking a stance. Uh, come with me, friends. Come, comrades. The revolution is upon us. Steven Crowder is starting his own network. And guess what? The quartering is joining him too. So that was uh, where we left it. It turns out Crowder's contract did expire with the blaze, but he wasn't referring to his own contract when he was talking about how mad he was. He was talking about a new offer, a competitive offer that was made by a competitor, The Daily Wire, owned by Ben Shapiro. The Daily Wire offered Steven Crowder $50 million dollars. And people right away were like, actually, it's just over a four-year period. I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, like 12 to $15 million a year kind of shit. That, that, that's a very good contract in terms of you being paid versus what your value is. What, what's Stephen Crowder? So for comparison, one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid news broadcaster in America, I believe is Anderson Cooper. He's paid $12 million a year. That's, uh, I believe, the most expensive. Maybe Tucker Carlson is more. Let's look up Tucker Carlson. Hold on. Let's get the facts. Tucker Carlson yearly salary from Fox. I don't know if it's public. Uh, Tucker Carlson Fox News host salary is bankrolled by you. Uh, $10 million. It's only $10 million. As Tucker Carlson justifies violence. Fox News pays him $10 million a year. This was in 2020. Could be more now, but roughly uh, in that range. So Stephen Crowder is being offered more than Tucker Carlson or Anderson Cooper for the fucking Steven Crowder show by the Daily Wire. Now, I know Steven Crowder pulls in a lot of money through his mug club, and that probably brings with it a, a very sizable uh, amount of uh, liquidity. Uh, so certainly the asset is, is valuable there. But holy fuck. Like, you wonder why there is so many goddamn grifters or so many Canadian grifters turned American grifters. Uh, there's the reasons. Like... 
you know, th like I've said before, there's rich ass leftists, all right? Hassan Piker is rich, uh, ContraPoints is rich, uh, Philosophy Tube is rich, H Bomber Guy is rich. They're all rich. Their Patreons bring in, like, you know, I, I think H Bombs is what it was guessed to be, like a hundred thousand a month or something like that, which is like it's wealthy. It's 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 not like it's not Crowder money, but it's certainly very very rich. Uh, and Hassan brings a lot of money, but all those people. They're rich by virtue of the fact that there are thousands of people who spend money to subscribe to them because they like their content. That, that's what makes them wealthy. That's what brings them that, that richness, that wealth. In this case, you get offers. Some, you can be fucking mediocre as fuck. Look at Dave Rubin, right? You, you can be bottom of the barrel and you will get external cash, the likes of which, like, th th this is competitive with television, if you are Steven Crowder, if you have the internet reach that he does, what, 5 million subs on YouTube, I'm sure a whole bunch of other uh, subs on a bunch of other platforms and outlets and Rumble and all that kind of stuff, uh, that that's how much uh, of uh, an investment Daily Wire is willing to make to get an ROI back. So they started fighting a lot, apparently. This is uh, Will Somer of Right Wing Watch doing a, a, a breakdown. Oh, sorry, now he's of the Daily Beast. There's a big feud breaking out tonight between two of the biggest names in right-wing media. It pits Steven Crowder against Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire, all over a $50 million offer for Crowder that he found so offensive he leaked the terms of the offer. Yesterday, Crowder, nearly independent and trying to build his own media company, released the terms of the deal without naming uh, Daily Wire. Crowder made this out to be a big whistleblower moment, urging his fans to fight Big Con and join the email list, of course. Yeah, the whole thing is it's a scam. Not only is it a scam, it's, it's, like, it's pitifully embarrassing how low the quality of this whole thing is, and it still fucking sells. Like here, let me, I got. I put it onto my Mastodon, so I'm going to find it in, in my Mastodon posts. Alright, here we are. Look at this shit. This is so sad. So this is the, the website he set up, where he's like, fighting the system. Motherfucker photoshopped the gun! Like, look at this, this shit is photoshopped on the side. This is not in a fucking, this is not in a handle, this is not in the original photo. Did you photoshop the cigar too? Like, what was going on? What is with this pose? I, I, it looks like you are falling backwards. Like, you're falling backwards, and this is supposed to be the like, FIGHT LIKE HELL! Do it! Help me fight! Big Tech is in bed with Big Con. My god. The people you thought, I thought it would be the people sexy. I thought, it's not. were fighting for you. A lot of it has been a big con. Now I'm specifically avoiding naming names or going. So at the time, I was like, "Yo, name the names, right?" But it turns out, yeah, the names have been named. Uh, it's Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire. Them's the names, and, and so Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire makes Stephen Crowder an offer. This is so. Fucked on so many levels. Not just the obscene amount of money that is backing these right-wing fucking shills, but the fact that this is offensive to him. And then he's trying to spin the whole thing as being a fucking man of the people. You are a fucking elite. My if you are, look, look at the amount of money that is being offered to you, and this isn't enough. That that, that this is a bad offer apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the amount of people that would give up literal digits, like fingers off their hands, for one million dollars? Just for, like, literally, like, yeah, you can take that I, 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 by any means, you, however you want to do it, I'll, I'll do, for the million dollars? Oh yeah, you have no idea the amount of bills I gotta pay, you have no idea how much that money could help me. And this to you was so offensive that you decided to turn this whole thing into a, a cause, where it's like, we gotta fight Big Con, they're, they're, in, they're in cahoots with Big Tech. Now. 
if you missed it, what he was really pissed about and what he revealed in the contract is that part of the clauses say that if you are demonetized for whatever reason on the major social media platforms, and that includes Facebook, YouTube, uh, TikTok, etc., if you were deplatformed, uh, sorry, demonetized, then we will garnish your wages. That will come out of your pay, your yearly pay, to make up the difference. Which to me, someone who has worked in the film and television industry for a little while as a real-time, full-time career shit, and I have seen and been fleeced so many times on contracts because especially when you're starting out, you sign anything because you're just like, oh, I got my foot in the door. Yes, please, please. And then it's just like they're always the worst ass contracts. So it makes perfect sense to me why someone willing to spend this much money would look for an ROI, right? And want to protect their investment. In this case, Steven Crowder, you and your brand are the investment. And Ben Shapiro is like, hey, okay, I'll, I want to invest in this. I am willing to spend 13, 15 million dollars a year for a minimum of four years. That's how long a contract will be for this first one. And then in good faith, we can renew it for perhaps even more money. But in this contract, these are some of the clauses I want to put in to protect myself because I'm offering you a fuck ton of money. Holy fuck, is that a lot of money? Like that, that again, that's network money. After individuals uh, in this video, because I genuinely hope that those I'm addressing, and you know who you are, have a change of heart. Don't sign, don't sign these contracts. I know, I now know what you are signing out there. I have the luxury of not having to. You know, let me go through this. If any of the major platforms issues a content strike such that Crowder cannot be monetized on such platform, the fee will be reduced by 25%, and then another 20% of it happens on Apple, and then another 10% of it happens on Facebook, and then another 10% of it happens on Spotify. And then if you get a, then if you get a strike, by the way, that doesn't mean in any way, shape, or form that the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, are working for big tech or have a partnership with big tech. That's called protecting your investment. They, they know what your asset is, they know what venues you will be released on, and where you will generate money and income and profit for them. They, they, that, that's, and so as part of that, it, just in case, to protect themselves, if you are going to be demonetized, they want to also get money back. That's that's the whole purpose of that. Again, it, that, that, that's why I, I, I was astounded when I originally thought this was his Blaze contract and he was like, fuck you. It's even worse now that we've learned that this is a new, a counter offer from the Daily Wire for an obscene amount of money. Infinitely beyond what this human being is worth in terms of an entertainment uh, entertainer or a value or an asset. Like again, outside of like you know right wingers and hyper political people, do 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 normies know who Stephen Crowder is? You know, like do, do you think he's as bankable a name as, as the amount of people you get for fifty million dollars? You can get a list celebrities for fifty million, like a lot of a list celebrities for fifty million dollars. <laughs> Meaning a suspension, another twenty percent. Just to drive it home. You get hit by a car, you have a sick day, you could lose $100,000 a day. This is what's sent out to everybody. Big tech is in bed with big con. The people you thought, the people I thought, were f By that, he means big, big con is releasing their content on platforms owned by big tech. That is a true and factual statement. Yes, the, the Daily Wire is on Facebook. The Daily Wire is on YouTube. The Daily Wire is on Twitter. Yes, that, 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 that is true. It, that is a real thing in the real world. A lot of it has been a big con. Uh, Noel42, thank you for the prime. Appreciate you. Naming names or going after individuals? <laughs> Not anymore. Now we know. Crowder focused on two parts of the offer, that he would lose money if he failed to deliver all his contracted episodes, and that his money could be reduced if he was banned from YouTube or other platforms. He left that out that it was over $50 million for four years. 
fans quickly figured out Crowder is talking about the Daily Wire. So tonight, Daily Wire CEO Jeremy Boring, the right-wing mogul Empire Builder character, puts out his hour-long video effectively calling Crowder a moron for misconstruing the <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Amazing! All right. Our friend Stephen Crowder has launched a new initiative called Stop Big Con. And in the video <laughs> announcing the launch of the project, he talked about leaving the blaze and all the different offers that he fielded from other conservative organizations and what he thought were the real problems with those offers. And that's led a lot of people to speculate about whether or not the Daily Wire is one of the people who made him an offer. In particular, are we the ones who made the offer uh, that he put up on the screen and talked about um, at length? And the answer is yes, that offer did come from the Daily Wire. Uh, I'm not trying to hide that fact. I'm not ashamed of that fact. In fact, I think it's a very good offer. Um, I, I think agree. There's a lot of very misconceptions about the nature of the offer, the nature of the points. I think Stephen misunderstood a lot of the points. And so the way we do here at the Daily Wire, we're just going to be incredibly transparent. You know, that we like to have our members be a part of the journey. We live stream all of our company town halls, for example. We just oh, find okay. that, you know, sunlight sometimes is, is the best disinfectant. And so mm -hmm. with that in mind, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, how we came to be in conversations with Stephen. Um, how those conversations ended and, and walk you just line by line through what the actual document that we sent over to him, a non-binding uh, term sheet, what it actually said and why. First thing you should know is that uh, I'm really miserable to be making this video. Steven's been my friend oh. for uh, 10 years. I think he's maybe the most talented person working in the conservative uh, <laughs> Why is the bar so low? Like, holy fuck. I don't understand. He's maybe the most talented. <laughs> Media space. He's he's one of the top entertainers in the country, politics notwithstanding. What? <laughs> Again, like I I I don't know. I'm, like I would not bet money and or my own personal safety on the concept that a normie would have any fucking idea who Steven Crowder is. Fucking normies don't know half the names I drop. Sometimes it takes so long to finally get somewhere. You finally get to an Alex Jones, and then it's like, oh oh, that's the the guy who's like uh, sued for like a billion dollars or something because he like he lied about Sandy Hook. Yes, yeah, yes, that 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 is him. Yes, uh, that yes, Alex Jones. Okay, so you know who someone. Great uh, comic voice. And uh, a great comic I find it really voice. tragic that we're having this kind of a conversation. Um, but Fight. it's also very important, I think, that, that we talk about it, uh, in particular because I know a lot of people who are fans of The Daily Wire were really offended by the things that Stephen said in the video and they're concerned that maybe we're doing the wrong thing. And I think that by the time we finish this video, you'll understand what we were thinking with our, uh, with our term sheet and how we operate as a business a little bit better. I've wanted to be in business with Stephen since the day that I met him. Uh, ben and I tried to do some even movie deals with Stephen before there was. Uh, wow, man, this one cuts deep. There's emotions. I like. I'm gonna be honest. I wonder what was going through Crowder's brain. <laughs> or, or are you just playing everyone? Is it just because the right are such scumbags? Like you know how the the left does the circular firing squad, and that's usually over issues. It's usually over like uh, I I don't think this is uh, the appropriate course of action, comrade. Really? Well, I think you're a scumbag, comrade. Haha. <laughs> well, we're the two lobsters right now. Where in this case, it's like straight up. It's like hey, how about we just like we reject this 50 mil offer. We burn it to the ground. We start our own shit and we gobble the fuck out of them maybe one day we can eat up the daily wire as an asset who knows sky's the limit uh, crtv and before there was uh, a daily wire for that entire time we've talked at length at various times about getting together and doing things of course for most of that time he's been under contract first at crtv and then at the blaze so we weren't able to and you know from time to time during the years we would uh, get together and daydream a little bit about would there be a future for us to work together at the other end of that Aww. deal we got word that steven uh, was finishing up his time at the Blaze and was interested in having a conversation with us. And so we reached out to his agent and we said, listen, we'd 
we'd love to have a conversation. It's not every day that a monster talent like Stephen comes on the market. Uh, it'd be probably would be monster talent and engage in a conversation with him. We weren't sure at that time if there was a deal. The kaiju of talent. I mean, for one thing, we're friends with uh, Glenn. We're friends with Tyler. We're friends with all the guys at the Blaze. We didn't. We weren't sure that we wanted to commit to making an offer to Stephen. And you know, Stephen's an expensive talent. I mean, he's been in business a long time. He has an enormous fan base, and we knew that it would take a lot of doing to get him over to the Daily Wire. This at the same time that we're investing very heavily in kids entertainment. <laughs> is that his Coke pumpkin? That is a weird thing to have around you. Like, I mean, there's many things. It could be like, oh, this is the key to my love's heart or something like that. Okay, that's precious. But it could also be like, oh, this is just the key to my house. And then you're like, why do you wear, why do you wear it around your neck? That, that is weird. Well, home is where the heart is, honey, at all times. Content and uh, making, you know, real television content, streaming uh, scripted fiction like The Pendragon Cycle and Atlas Shrugged and other projects that we've taken on. Would we have the resources? We weren't sure. But again, you have to have the conversation. And we were happy to have it. So... We reach out to the agent and we say that. We say, we'd like to have a conversation with Stephen, kind of get into the details. Would you have the resources? Like, you're offering this motherfucker $50 million over four years. You have a, like, deep pockets, I assume. Tells of, you know, what's he looking for? What's he looking for financially? What's he looking for in terms of structure? Uh, what would make his life better? What would make him happy? You know, he's, he's got this opportunity now to have a next chapter. What's he want that next chapter to be? Uh, and Stephen's agent candidly just wasn't interested in any aspect of that conversation. He only wanted to know about the money. He said, you know, we're not going to have a conversation. We're going to have some abstract talk. We're going to send us an offer. Tell us how much money you're willing to pay. And he gave us an indication of what the minimum number would have to be in order to even have a discussion. with. Kind of sounds like a dick. If you're like, hey, Stephen, you know how we've been friends for a long time. We fantasize about working together and we've often talked about what it would be like if you weren't in a contract. Yep. Well, um, you're not in a contract right now and we'd like to kind of explore this. Do you want to sit down for dinner or something? Money. Money! How, how much money? I, I want money! Okay. Stephen, and it's a big number. So we talked about it internally, and, and we decided, yeah, we should do that. We should send over uh, an, an opening offer, a, a non-binding term sheet that takes a stab at what we think that, that minimum number is going to be to get the conversation started so that we can sit down with Stephen so that we can see if uh, if there's a deal that'd be good for him and good for us. And, and that's what we did. We, we put together the term sheet, we sent it over, uh, and we asked if we could get on the phone and have a conversation. Is he haggling with Stephen's dad? That's actually true. That, I, I suppose so, right? Because isn't Stephen's dad his manager? So all the story is, is actually happening back and forth between him and his manager. He threw that document, what it says, what it doesn't say, some of how Stephen represented it. I'm sure he feels like he was being accurate, but some of the things they said are simply not true uh, based on the text. And, and, you know, Stephen's a very passionate guy. I think that he's uh, doing his level best to stand against what he sees as an injustice, but uh, there oh, is course. no injustice in this document, as I think you'll see. And then I'll tell you what happened. That sucks, because not only is he just being a dick to you, you got to do this whole, like, in good faith thing. Because it's like, there's nothing... Who takes a $50 million offer and then just goes public with it as an outrageous, like, slight on them? And then starts a campaign where it's like, I have to go after Big Con because it seems like you are in cahoots with Big Tech. Haha. -ha. <laughs> like, that's no grounds for you to be nice about this. You know, you can just be like... Well, this is uh, patently uh, utterly absurd, to be completely frank with you. I've never seen anything like this. I, I, I don't think in the history of our offers we've ever given someone something so generous monetarily and uh, had a response quite this, uh, what's the term, batshit. Yes, batshit. That, that's, that's probably my read on this. Uh, Neon Chinchilla, thank you for resubscribing. Left is best. Right I after agree. we sent the document, when I finally did get on the phone uh, with Stephen. So first... Here's the document, the non-binding confidential term sheet. I'm just going to walk you through it. Full transparency. Oh, this non-binding term sheet. Oh, so you just like the whole thing. I, someone who's legal eagle, uh, uh, you know, someone who's good with contract law, please go through this. Uh, the details that Stephen Crowder, because we already know that, is particularly pissed off about is um, the fact that 
he thinks that they are working with big tech because they put in a provision, which is a completely fair one. Should you be demonetized on major, major social media platforms, we are going to then recoup that loss via the amount of money that we are offering you to pay you. Uh, and so in that case, Steven Crowder's like, well, that means that they're directly partnering with big tech to censor me. And it's like, no, no, it, it means they're released on big tech. And as a result of that, they again want to protect their investment. Business, my business model is the right business model. Ooh, okay, so this has almost a million views. I wonder if people are taking to it. Man, imagine if the whole White House operated with this level of transparency. As a subscriber in Mug Club, this makes me feel really sad. Parents can't get along. As a huge Crowder fan, I felt my diligence to watch this in its entirety. Huge respect for the transparency and respect you showed for Crowder. If he signs on, I will be an immediate subscriber. You can tell Jeremy feels really bad about the disconnection. I love that you two are expressing yourselves as adults would. I appreciate the transparency. Asking Steven Crowder to adhere to YouTube and Facebook guidelines is like sitting a gerbil on the floor than asking a cat not to eat it. Daily Wire wants an employee and Crowder wants a platform. That's really the difference. I love both of y'all's content and it pains me. Everyone is so hurt by this. Uh, why? Why? How could this happen? <laughs> Mommy, daddy. Uh, and of course, that's unfair because Steven hasn't run this part of a business before. Steven likes to say, I'm only on the air because of Mug Club. But Stephen couldn't tell me how many subscribers he had. I said, how many subscribers do you have at the place? He, he said, I don't know. They don't tell me. And, that, and I'm sure that's true. He said, but I'm confident. I guarantee you it'll be 350000 on day one with no marketing. I hope that's true. But I can't take that risk. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's, that's not how multi-million dollar offers work in media. <laughs> You don't get to come to the table with some feels, you know? Fucking good old mug of feels. <laughs> oh, you'll never believe how much dog cum is in there. Wait till you see. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, I appreciate your enthusiasm. And, uh, you know, the positivity is a good uh, good uh, aspect for anybody. So the fact that you think that you will have three hundred to 350,000 subscribers at $10 a month on day one, well, uh, I mean, that sounds amazing. That that sounds f phenomenal, uh, to be completely frank with you. $3.5 million that you'd be bringing in uh, just off the top from, from Mug Club subscribers alone. Do you have numbers? Data? Uh, do, do you have any analytics, say, from The Blaze uh, or from your previous website that shows how many subscribers, uh, receipts, uh, maybe taxes, income taxes uh, on any of this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's very, very normal for us to ask all that, not just to believe you, Stephen, that that is, in fact, what the Mug Club will be. To be true, I've never launched any talent with zero dollars spent on marketing and picked up a third of the total subscribers that the entire Daily Wire has built in eight years in business. Apparently Steven Crowder responded to Daily Liar's response. Watch my full response to Daily Wire. It keeps going. I didn't want to do this. Oh, thank you both. Thank you both. Oh, I just got to keep this on repeat. Let them fight. Oh, yes. Let them fight. 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 Oh, it's so beautiful. All right, well, okay, we can't have our dessert first. We must eat our vegetables. This is almost over. I hope, I hope Stephen's right. I hope he makes Ayo. unseemly amounts of money and is able to continue being an important voice in the movement for years and years to come. But that's not a risk that I could take. 
Stephen <laughs> implied that he. This is. I'm. I'm gonna like. You know, it's the Daily Wire, so you expect to just by default hate everything this person says. But this sounds like exactly every single person in a managerial position when I was working in media. This is what they all sound like, and especially the ones who have actually survived for a long time in a very cutthroat industry. They're usually very brass tacks. It's it's usually like you know they're excited they get to work in this weird kind of hybrid that intersection between art and capitalism and finance. And so because of that, they're both like, oh, I'm a little bit enthusiastic and I'm happy to meet you. Listen, you can actually hear uh, the stock footage inspirational quote music playing in the background that's just me yeah when i'm in a room you just hear it that's that's what i'm about uh so uh i'm just gonna be honest with you love your idea uh we think it could do really well especially in foreign markets here's the thing uh numbers money that's what i yeah i i, I basically make money and i'm going to talk to you about how i get an roi on my investment if i'm offering you lots of money then i'm going to really want to secure that roi i, I want to make sure that you are a sound investment one worth millions and millions of dollars because again if i was to just do this uh foolish over and over and over again, uh, we would be bankrupt very quickly. So that's that's why I, I'm, I'm saying the things I'm saying now. Not only didn't like this $12.5 million a year number that I offered him, but that he thought it should be closer to $30 million a year. That's $120 million over four years just for Stephen's show. <laughs> I would still have to spend those tens of millions of dollars uh, every year that I told you about on things like marketing and infrastructure and technology to support the show, the part that Stephen's never yeah, sure. Ridiculous. But why in the world are you offering up this much? Why does he think, why do any of you think this asset is this valuable? Done. As soon as he said that, I knew we'll never get to a deal. I can't, I can't guarantee $30 million a year. I didn't know how I was going to pay for 50. I thought, not that he isn't worth it, but that's a big risk. $120 million is an incalculable risk for a company uh, our size. <laughs> yeah. And again, I'm not saying Stephen isn't worth it. I hope he is. I hope he builds his own business. He'll make a ton of mistakes. He'll find out that he's wrong about a lot of how the business oh, that's world petty. works. Oh, that's petty. He'll learn You're not friends anymore, are you? talented guy. Ooh, uh, damn. No, I feel the shade. You're, you're, you're doing one of those, uh, what is it, compliment insults, you know, where you insult someone and compliment them simultaneously. It's kind of like passive aggressive meets aggressive aggressive, but somewhere in the middle, some weird kind of like odd child in between. I hope he gets to a place where he's proving me wrong and he's making all that money. But that just was not a deal that the Daily Wire could possibly make. Cool. And we'd have to pay it even if he lost all the revenue or even if he lost enormous chunks of the revenue. Yeah, backhanded compliment. It was just an impossible situation. And so Stephen said, we're going to throw this deal out. I'm not even going to mark it up. I'm not going to negotiate it. Start over. Send me a new deal. And because of his talent and because of our friendship, I thought about <laughs> you it. You did it. Oh, okay. Talked to my partners about it for a few minutes. <laughs> and I just realized what I already knew in my heart, which is Stephen's not a team player. Well, he was just jerking you all around. Yeah, he, he was just he was just jerking every one of you around. That, that's all that was. You know, big, big old Stephen Crowder circle jerk going down. And then at the end of the whole thing, he's like, all right, well, fuck y'all. I'm going to make this all public. <laughs> that's not a knock. He has an enormous individual talent. Yes, you said that many times. But he's not going to be happy unless he's out on his own. Okay. So I called him up. I said, hey, we're not going to send a follow-up offer. I want you to hear it directly from me, not from lawyers and agents. I said, but the kind of deal you're looking for is not the kind of deal that we can make. He was super gracious. 
Didn't they lose out big with that Gina film? So in terms of that Gina film, in which it does look like the Gina Corona film lost an obscene amount of money in the few theaters in which it released globally, uh, which, again, the fact that it released in one theater in the U.S. and only made like $804, that's funny. But I don't know who fucked up there. Why did they release it so limited in the U.S. and then be like, well, this is a Daily Wire exclusive. Uh, The numbers speak for themselves in the streaming. We don't know what the Daily Wire streaming numbers are, though. They don't publicly release them. They will state things like, you know, Matt Walsh's show is viewed X amount of times. There is no question that the Daily Wire, in terms of a like conservative network subscriber base, is obscenely massive. Like it, their numbers, like dwarf other fucking professional networks. Like it, it's it's wild. So I don't have a doubt in my heart in terms of people who are super thirsty for right wing AAA premium content because that's what it is. Like this is really polished content. When you watch the Daily Wire, like the Daily Wire channel shows, they're they're putting in the cash. They're they're paying for graphic artists. They're paying for sound design. They're paying for all that kind of stuff. It's still trash. It's still all hot trash because it's it's bereft of artistic merit. The whole thing is about upholding. Uh, systems of power that's the whole point of all like fucking traditional conservatism so you you can't make uh objectively transgressive or incredible art in that venue that's going to always be the wall that you hit you can't be like let's rage with the machine you know like it it just doesn't have the same ring to it uh so that that's one of the reasons why like ultimately the the stuff is still garbage but it looks nice it's it's like polished shit is what you could describe the whole network as Uh, appreciative kind we Agreed to continue forward as we always had as friends. We do favors for each other. I told him, if you stay at the Blaze or if you go off on your own, go to Rumble, go wherever, we're going to continue to write stories about you and promote you and have you on. Like, you know, we want you to be as successful as humanly possible and we want to contribute to that. And we went our separate ways. And months went by. Mm. October goes by, November goes by, December (laughs) goes by. And then a week ago, in January, Stephen called me and he said, hey, man, uh, I can't unsee this contract that you sent me. And I said, well, it's not a contract. It's a non-binding term sheet. It's a conversation starter, but okay. <laughs> it wasn't even a contract. Was it like a memorandum of understanding? That's even funnier. <laughs> and he told me his perspective on it, that we were not paying him what he's worth, uh, that we don't understand his great business mind and that he's it's going to go exactly the way that he, the way that he thinks. We're all going to be proven wrong. I said, wow. I guess- so all of them, they, they just have these wild super egos now. Like when you hear people talk about Tim Pool, including like his own relatives and, and people who used to work with him, the guy is just straight up like, I'm so successful. I'm a fucking multimillionaire. I have an enormous compound. I have like 30 people who are my best friends and my employees. I am on top of the world. Like they all think they're these gods, these pundit gods. Yeah, and I hope that's true, Stephen, but that's not a risk I can take. And then he said, and you're just an enforcer for big tech. You're hurting young talent. I said, well, Stephen, first of all. Okay, so that's interesting. He's actually saying this stuff behind the scenes. It's not just like, uh, you know, all right, everyone, we need to band together. And then we really need to give it to them. It's, it's like we're actually going to, 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 to do this because I think it's a cause. That or he's no just two lied talent to his, his friend's have face. The same deal. Every deal is different because there's different circumstances. This is the kind of deal you make to protect a nine-figure investment. You can't pay nine figures in expenses, even if the revenue dries up. I, I'm a dumbass lefty, and I knew this. Like I, of course, yes, obviously. That isn't possible. It's not prudent, but it also isn't possible. And he wouldn't let it go. He was very angry, and 
Uh, I got very go. flustered. I didn't expect him to be calling and laying into me the way he was. I'd never experienced it before. Uh, this man might be filed, but he's being basic financial literacy. Yes, 101. Like uh, anyone here who's like, I, I guess, worked multiple different jobs and also worked jobs where you're like trying to build careers and worked for contracts and also worked in any facet of the arts in production, entertainment, design, anything. Uh, it, it is a horrifyingly cutthroat and brutal industry in which everything ultimately comes down to money. And it's that weird thing where a lot of different different forms of entertainment intersect between capitalism and art. And so there is that obvious aspect of it where it's like, well, yes, we, you are going to create a product, a commodity, and that commodity and product is entertainment. That's what we're buying. We're buying your ability and your brand to entertain people and them to want to watch that and stay glued to your entertainment and subscribe and pay money to keep seeing more of it. That's what we're buying. That's the asset we're buying. And if we're going to be giving you fuck tons of money for that asset, then we are probably going to insulate and protect ourselves because uh, yes, we're a business. People don't just give out $50 million without any assurances that they could get that that money back. I didn't make the best defense of uh, the deal that I probably could have because I was so caught off guard. I mean, I'm, I made a, a decent defense of the structure of it, but, uh, but I was really taken aback. Uh, and then I told him, well, I'll take it under consideration, bud. Uh, and we got off the phone. And then I wake up yesterday uh, and he puts out this video laying into us the way that he did. And, you know, he redacted parts of the document. He didn't name us by name. And I'm sure on some level that was meant as a courtesy, but all it really did was create suspicion in our audience. I know. Also, uh, cowardly. It's like, it's so he could A, do a whole like, uh, this is uh, me versus big tech and you versus big tech. Come on, we got to fight like hell. We're not only fighting the libs and the left, we're now fighting uh, the big cons and the big cons are in cahoots with the big tech. So join me, Stephen Crowder, sign up for the mail list, sign up for my brand new mud club. I've got a new one that's not the old one. You get with the new new. And then, uh, yeah, this, this is a cause. We got to fight this. A lot of you've been out there defending us saying, well, this couldn't have possibly been the Daily Wire. And I don't want to be the guy. If you follow gaming, he tried to be that lady who was the V8, the latest Bayonetta. I haven't played, I actually don't think I've played past Bayonetta 1. It's not that I dislike the game. I do enjoy kind of like um, combat games. Like I was big into, um, oh, what's the one with the swords and the vamp, not vampires. I'm not talking about Castlevania. I'm talking about uh, Devil May Cry. I played through all the Devil May Cries, but I never got into Bayonetta's for some reason. Maybe it was just like at that point in my life, it was harder than I was willing to put in the time. I don't know what it is. I mean, Devil May Cry is pretty fucking hard, too, though. Three weeks later, Steven or someone else says that it was the Daily Wire and you feel betrayed. Like, why did these guys leave me out to dry? Uh, I appreciate your impulse to defend us. Apparently, the Bayonetta original actress is a turf and anti-abortion. What I do know about her was that she came out originally to be like, uh, I get paid shit, which is just notoriously true, by the way. People who do voices in the video game industry, just in general, people who are vocal talents get taken advantage of so much, especially if they're non-union workers. I know because I've, I've worked and or hired a ton of them. And it's also very, very hard to find indigenous voice actors in Canada. That's another complaint. Total sidebar. But um, yeah, they get taken advantage of. They, they get shitty-ass contracts and they have to do so much work. If you were doing voice for a video game, I know it sounds like a dream job. You have to be in a studio for 12 to 14 hours a day until your voice is completely gone, saying all these fucking minutia of small little lines like, open the door, open, open the, the, open, open the door, open the door, ah, uh, uh, ouch, ah, whoa, huh. yeah, get over here, come, come, 
get over it. Like you do that for hours and hours and hours, and you like you listen to them afterwards, like oh, thank you very much, blah, blah. and you got to come back for, for uh, re-recordings if something's not good or it doesn't work out because you're gonna be under contract for that. So yeah, they 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 fucking they get grinded to the bone. That being said, it turns out she lied about the fact that she was being paid X amount, and so it got even worse because then Nintendo came out and Nintendo was like, actually no, she was paid like sixty thousand dollars. Here's the contract. Here's the uh, the payment proof. Blah blah blah. We offered her that she got this. So like, she's it sucks. She brought up an important thing that got a lot of media attention, which is an aspect of the, the, the you know the video game industry and the voice recording industry that should have eyeballs on it. But it got completely destroyed because she lied, and now everyone's like, oh, what? Uh, she's a scumbag. She's a liar. It's it it really sucks. But we don't need to be defended. This is a fair yeah offer. It's an offer that would have been negotiated. I would have paid him more. The fees would have been lower. <laughs> fee would have gone up. Uh, penalties would have gone lower. Number of work days probably would have shrank. He would have done a little bit less content, and we would have inched our way like. That's so funny. Is like that was the initial offer, obviously, because that's how companies work. And then they're like, yeah, and they make that offer, uh, full well knowing, in good faith, that you're going to get a counter offer, and then you're going to try and find something in the between. That's that's what negotiation is. And so yes, uh, Crowder could have come to the table and been like. Uh, you're working for big tech. You, you have you have all these clauses that says you're working for big tech. And he's like, uh, Stephen, my friend, I am not. We do not have any partnerships or contracts with big tech. It's just that these are the platforms that we will be releasing your content on. And should you be demonetized, we will lose money. So we would like to have a protection against that. If you want to negotiate for that amount to lower, you can do that. We were willing to be flexible in this. But instead, he's just like, this is a cause. I'm so insulted. Brah, how could you do this to me? Big con, I will destroy you. Yes. Either to a deal or not to a deal. He didn't, no, he didn't. He's saying it out loud. He didn't counter offer at all. He got that initial offer and said, fuck you, get me a new one. And then just like, you know, hung up the phone. And the guy called him. He's like, I thought you should hear this from me, Stephen. Uh, we're not going to spend the time to draft. Because by the way, drafting that contract is also expensive in and of itself. That was a cost. They had to hire a lawyer or lawyers, a team of lawyers. They had to speak to another team of managers, uh, accountants, people who work in executive, all of them together being like, how much can we offer Stephen Crowder? What is he worth? What, are our, what is our ROI going to be? What protect? can we have? What do we think, gentlemen? And going through this entire process is very expensive. It costs thousands and thousands of dollars just to have gotten to the point where he's holding that piece of paper that he then emails to Steven and Steven's like, more, and then hangs up the phone. Like, that's that's just the reality of the industry. So at that point, if Steven's like, ah, better offer, do it, and hangs up the phone, and the guy's like, this guy's deeply insidious or insane, one of the two, then he'd call him back and be like, uh, Steven, uh, so we're not going to draw a new offer honestly it doesn't seem like you're very interested in this uh and i just thought you should hear it from me uh we were willing to go back and forth and negotiate with you for sure but we're not going to draft an entire new idea from scratch that's just the reality of the situation deal uh, that's not how steven i've uh interviewed the guy who voices bowser for a long time ago on a gaming website he said a 12-hour session he drinks five bottles of water and his throat starts bleeding towards the end bleeding a bleeding throat Man, Bowser would be a hard voice too. Like, oh, 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 oh. it's always that super deep, like you know, baritone. Uh, and now we find ourselves here, where we're having this public dispute. I'm Hell yeah, public dispute with my friend. You're not very entertaining, but uh, Stephen is going to entertain me infinitely. I think in the response. I have really good hopes for this because I think this reasonable response will be met with absolute abject lunacy. Like, I think Steven Crowder is going to come in there and, and just be like, a big con, clearly uh, in the background, you can see Mark Zuckerberg sitting at one of the chairs. The last decade, which is right. one of the saddest things I've ever faced in, uh, in public and professional life. It's just a horrible thing. But 
I do owe it to those of you who are out there defending us. I owe it to Daily Wire Plus subscribers to say, yeah, it's our, it was our offer. I'm proud of the offer. I think it was innovative. I think it was meant to make sure that we could mutually succeed. I don't need to tell you that we're committed to fighting the left. We fight the left as hard as anyone. You might say, well, you guys are wrong sometime. Ben was wrong about this one time, and you were wrong about that one time. And yeah, we, we don't claim to not make mistakes. This actually isn't one of our mistakes. This is a great, <laughs> respectable offer that we made to a good friend of ours and mega talent. Uh, mega talent. And now it's Keep been it. misconstrued and is being wielded again. Okay, so apparently Candace Owens uh, is now joining in the fray, turning on Steven Crowder. I, I love it. All of you, keep going. Unrelatable. Unrelatable. People are trying to pay for bacon and eggs right now at the grocery store, trying to buy a steak once a week, and you're over here crying because somebody couldn't meet you at $120 million, and it is crying. <laughs> okay, hold up. First off, Candace, what is your contract? I'm curious. Because if Steven Crowder is, is being offered $50 million or more, who knows, uh, over a period of time, what, what are you getting? Because I'm pretty sure you're getting more than steak once a week money. Yeah, and I, I got something to break it to you. Uh, to people who are having trouble making ends meet, their concern is not if they can buy steak once a week. <laughs> it's not not at the top of the list. It's like, oh, you know, really wish we could have that uh, surf and turf lobster dinner. Yeah, we used to be able to do it once a week, but now we've fallen on harder times. T things have gotten a lot more tricky in life, and so we can't afford that once a week steak. <laughs> I don't like it. It was a total bitch move. There are plenty of things that happened across all organizations in the conservative movement where I will say that I empathize and with Steven Crowder and saying that sometimes you feel like a cynic, which is like, is everybody selling out? Are people doing this, people doing that? There are a lot of things that Daily Wire has done that I disagree with. There's a lot of things that Turning Point has done that I disagree with. Uh, there are things perhaps that Prager U has done that I disagree with. I have worked with... Spill the tea, come on. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't tease us with all of these conflicts. All of these companies, right? But to do a total bitch move and go out to the public <laughs> rather than trying to resolve these things and these in these slight differences behind the scenes and to make Oh, so Steven is from the the discipline of bully, right? Like that's his whole ethos. And the, the discipline of bully is deeply, deeply insecure. I can tell you as someone who has dealt with bullies his whole life, especially bullies in school and stuff, they are deeply, deeply insecure people. There's a lot of shit that they're working through in their own minds that is fucking translating into violence in the real world. And part of that's going to be Steven Crowder's not gonna take kindly to being called bitch. I don't, I don't think he's very secure in his old masculinity to have uh, Candace Owens calling him a bitch. So this one hopefully will ignite yet another uh, response. Let's let's get a couple back and forth going. Make it seem like you're the hero and you're the true one. You keep it authentic when something really nothing happened other than you didn't like an initial term sheet. And all you had to do was tell them that and tell them what you didn't like and go back and forth with lawyers like everybody else. I think it's crappy. I think it's, I, I think Steven is a, a little egocentric. He probably will do better on his own. I don't think he knows how to plan a team. And by the way, the last thing I'm going to say, because I'm going on Tim Pool's tonight, so I'm going to say it anyways later, is that I'm pretty sure, wasn't it Steven Crowder who also screwed over somebody he used to work with? Was it not gay Jared? Because he had him tied up in a contract. Wasn't that Steven Crowder who did that? Go on, Candace. So is he supposed to be the moral high bar? Are we not supposed to call him out for that? Here, here's the thing. Stephen, why don't you release not gay Jared from his NDA and allow him to talk about how he felt he was treated by you? <laughs> Hell yes. Keep going. All of you. Accelerate. We need more. Get down, fight. Get down, fight. <laughs> fight. 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 Because I know that at the blaze... 
everyone says that you're actually not that nice. You treat people poorly, but you bring in so much revenue that everybody just has to take it. So I <laughs> So I, I'm genuinely kind of like flying the wall curious. Do, do you think that there's like there's oversight over any of this? Do you think that like the Daily Wire team puts out a memo? It's like, hey, to all of our uh, various media personalities and teams, uh, if you're going to talk about the Steven Crowder uh, thing, could you please maybe add some spice? Uh, here's some things you should know. Uh, he apparently made not uh, gay Jared uh, sign an NDA, uh, and apparently he's uh, kind of a piece of shit. There might even be more. Uh, just allude to some of it. Get it out there. You know, start speaking about it. You don't even need to actually, you know, do the thing. You know, the thing that we all do where we want to like make everyone think something, but we don't be legally responsible for our opinions or takes so you just say well uh didn't someone say at some point or uh, didn't i hear or isn't it blah, blah, blah. just give yourself as much plausible den uh, deniability as you need we don't want legal to have to handle any of this uh you know you're on your own but uh yeah get, get out there and plant some seeds i don't like it it stinks to high heaven and i'm calling you out on that because i think it's, it was crappy that you threw mud on me did it the first time via a tweet a long time ago you're not doing it a second time total bitch move next damn uh, you'd think Candace Owens made this, but instead it was a Nintendo who uh, who drops memes in r slash okay buddy the surfs. Uh, all right, now the time has come. I need to watch Crowder's official response to the response. Things are getting tasty. <laughs> what shirt do I put on? Free speech matters. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do this released one hour ago. What did you make me do? <laughs> They don't get deals that they should be wage slaves for a little Oh, that's good. That's so good. He's starting it out. He's starting it out with a fucking recorded phone call. A recorded phone call. On the talk boy, no less. Steven Crowder's unbelievably, unbelievably shitty antics, you know, just the lowest common denominator. This is a reference. Do, do you get it? It's a reference. This is going to be funny. Uh, it's it's from Home Alone 2. Have you seen Home Alone 2? I'm going to do a Home Alone 2, except this one has legal repercussions. <laughs> But we're gonna do it now. So he's doing this shitty ass comedy, but this time it's not directed towards trans kids. Trans kids get a pass. This is a beautiful thing. It's directed towards the Daily Wire. Hells yes. Yeah, Adam, go Adam Steven. <laughs> I just, I gotta restart this, okay? Because the sheer glee on his face is he's like getting ready to do this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm genuinely, I'm so happy right now that this is directed towards Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire. And and obviously not towards, once again, trans people. It's nice, it's nice that queer people get a pass this time. They don't get deals that... They should be wage slaves for a little bit. Come over and make a salary and grow their brand. They should be wage slaves for a little bit. They should be wage slaves for a little bit. God bless the talk boy. Those things are worth like $5,000 now. It's an expensive gag. Um, so didn't want to have to do this, but. Told, told you it was a gag. I, I told you. Did you get the reference notes from Home Alone 2? Yeah. Yeah, Lost in the City. Daily Wire out of themselves very, very quickly. And okay. sure enough, if you see all of the people who, who work there, um, some of whom I have relationships with, uh, they immediately tried to make this 
all about money. Here's the problem. There are a few problems, and I'll go through with some receipts. Um, everything that was said about negotiations, how they transpired, beyond the numerical value, which is true and I'll get to, uh, everything else is untrue. Everything. I, I don't really want to get into that. It's completely irrelevant. Here's why. Well, that's easy. I mean, that's that makes it all easier for everyone. You don't have to provide any evidence. Uh, it's not really legally binding. Um, you're, you're not stating unequivocally that you have facts or, or linking below so people can see it themselves. The, the person you're accusing of just did a one-hour video in which they went point by point going through the literal contract without anything redacted. Uh, so that one probably looks better on them in terms of, you know, who's, who's putting the facts forward there. But again, that makes it easy. It's, it's very Crowder of you, you know? Go back to the 20-something minute video, 30-minute video. You've never heard me say or write anywhere online that these offers weren't paying enough money. Why? Because it's not about the money. <laughs> References. Did you get it? Did you, have, you, have you seen The Dark Knight? It's what the Joker says in The Dark Knight. Yeah. No, it's about sending a message. Yeah. Um, the, the guy wasn't saying that, that it was just about the money or you said that, Stephen. He was saying he was trying to explain to you why they, A, weren't working for big tech because they don't. Uh, I mean, they in a way work for big tech and that they use big tech to broadcast their stuff and they collect ad revenue and they split it in that way. But they don't literally have like contracts with big tech that in turn infringe upon your rights as a person as it pertains to your speech. What, what they and what he was trying to explain to you there, which I think you still don't understand, either you don't have a lawyer or you're choosing not to understand this, uh, is that it's completely reasonable for someone who's investing millions of dollars in you to be like, if you become demonetized on the very platforms we use to broadcast you, then we want to recoup some of those losses. And they were willing to negotiate on that. That's that's what the guy said in, in, in his video. And that's why he went through the contract, you know, piece by piece kind of thing to explain that to you. It, it wasn't that we don't think that we offered Steve even enough money because they offered you a lot of money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of unreal to me that the only thing these people can still talk about is the money. The conversation was about conservatism, the movement, and big tech. They keep talking about money. I'm talking about a country. I'm talking about a movement. I'm talking about making a... It's ideology, you know? This is ideology. Difference. It's not about the money. And Jeremy and the Daily Wire know that. How do I know they know that? Because because uh, he said it, uh, he, he, he explained in pretty big detail that he didn't think you were understanding something that was a pretty basic concept that, again, they released their content as you do on these various social media platforms, which is why they specified that those social media platforms, if they demonetize you, they would be seeking to recoup that money. After, according to what he said, you know, I walked away from the offer. I did place one more call to the Daily Wire and I made it very, very clear that it wasn't about money. That was not the topic of conversation. There was zero, as they've tried to portray this, miscommunication. It was one This is so beautifully just fucking leopards eating leopards, by the way. Like, it's like, wow, Stephen Crowder. Like, in business, by the way, this, this would be seen as like such a fucking terrible, like no one's ever gonna do business with you at this degree or level uh, again. Why would they negotiate with someone who does this kind of shit? Who not only like slams in their face uh, an offer that is incredibly generous, an unbelievably generous offer, being like, make me another one, uh, when they explain to him in, in plain terms, like the, the reason we're doing this is because we want to just have some safety. It's, it's pretty standard for a contract in nine figures, by the way, a nine figure contract. Yeah, it's not unreasonable for us to, to wanna have some protection or return on our investment. And, and then he's just straight up like, fucking 
me versus you, me versus Big Con, you're Big Con, you're Big Tech. <laughs> Last call, where the only thing that I asked for, my only demand was their word, and not even for me, but for other people of coming up, facing yeah. these uh. kinds of contracts. Let's say it's a kid who comes in with 500,000. <laughs> Again, leopards, what a surprise. Steven Crowder wanted to generate content out of you. Steven Crowder turned on every single one of you. Man, there's so many factions. Like, I've wondered for a long time why you don't see Crowder at the Timcast, you know? Because there's so many fucking weird alliances going all over the place. And the Timcast has an incredibly fucking constant rotating chorus of fucking white supremacists. The shit that, like, you think Crowder getting in there and being, like, uh, trans people are terrible would, like, play really well with his audience. Um, but there's all these factions. There's all this backstabbing, backdoor deals, hating each other, and now we've got Steven Crowder secretly recording exclusive audio. Uh, fucking The Daily Wire. That's amazing. ...thousand YouTube subscribers or something like that, or a hundred thousand. Let's say it's some other kid, you're paying, you're paying six figures to come in and do it. There's there's not the penalty of the demonetization or if they're removed from iTunes, Apple, YouTube. Yeah, sure there would be. No shit. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. I genuinely I I don't know if if he doesn't realize this or this is like he's so deep into this bit. He's so deep into the storyline. Of course, a, a massive media corporation would want to protect assets. Yes, that, that is very standard. Boilerplate, have you heard that? <laughs> Here's something else. I was also very measured. I was painstakingly clear in taking myself off. Do you think that a company of this size is going to take on you? You are a property, by the way. They're trying to buy you as an asset. Do you think they're going to take you on and then suddenly change the way they do all contract law for all new clients just for the courtesy of having you on as a show member? And it's, they're just going to take untold and unfathomable risks on every single other person they ever sign in perpetuity going on from there. Like, this is fucking what a baby you are. Off the table because it wasn't going to be a right fit. That happens in business all the time. But that we weren't talking about me, we were talking about the futures of other people who could potentially be in that position, that very disconcerting position. No miscommunication. What I'm talking about is you're describing a model for everyone, a model for everyone, not just, let's get, get rid of me here. Everyone, if there's a penalty for being demonetized on YouTube, because your business model requires that be a huge component of it, you need to change your business model or this movement can. Like Steven, if you're upset about this and how it like endangers workers, uh, fucking uh, welcome to capitalism. I don't know what to tell you. Why do you think NFL players, when they get certain injuries, all of a sudden they're no longer allowed to play, they don't get their contracts fulfilled? That's like, that's brutal. You sign a fucking 30 to $40 million contract and suddenly you get your legs broken and you can't play for the next two years or something. Yeah, all of a sudden you lose fuck tons of money. It's, it's, it's pretty fucking savage. But again, they look at you and what they're trying to do and when they look at other people as well, they're buying assets. That you are the commodity. You are what's for sale. And, and so they want to protect themselves and insulate them from the potential problems of that. Cannot work, Jeremy. We, I can't imagine my show trying to come up and be beholden to YouTube advertiser guidelines. Let, al let alone, I mean, honestly, being beholden from a conservative entity 
with hard strikes, right, being removed, but let alone being advertiser friendly. We know how broad those guidelines are. They, they might as well just read, don't say anything offensive, and they change them at the drop, drop of a hat. I'm not suggesting that the, that the uh, guidelines aren't terrible. I'm suggesting that if making money off of those platforms is part of how you're justifying the salary. <laughs> it's so basic. <laughs> He's. I mean, this is just so fact of the matter. It's like, oh no, I'm, I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm, I'm, I don't work for big tech. I, I don't even like big tech. I hate big tech. A, a lot of our content is about how terrible big tech is. We're very anti-mainstream big tech here. We like alt tech, you know? We're, we're we're trying to build our own networks and shit like that. That's that's the whole point behind the rumble and the call-in shows and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, but this is the reality of the situation. The, the, this is a business. This is capitalism. I'm buying these people as assets. You would be my asset. You would be a brand that I would own for a period of four years. And yeah. Yeah, if I'm paying you a very large salary, I have to justifiably protect myself or insulate myself from the potential for you to suddenly become demonetized based on your own entertainment and content. This way, I don't have to police what you do. You can do whatever you want. You can you can do that N-word sketch you're, you're dying to do, Stephen. But in the pursuit of that, should you be demonetized, I just am going to recoup some of the losses. You're paying someone. Then when, or the fee you're, oh, I keep saying salary, the fee you're paying someone, then when those go away, Everybody loses money. You can't pay the same amount with less revenue. How about you create a different business model? Now, I, I, I know what... This is so absolutely infuriating. Again, this is like Steven Crowder is, is just learning what capitalism is for the very first time. And again, he's the asset. They're trying to buy him. If they're going to buy him as an asset for a fucking an amount of close to $50 million for four years, which again is an outrageous amount of money in pursuant of that, and they want to isolate or sorry, insulate themselves from potential losses. Do you think that they are going to upend their entire business model and how they do contract law from this point forward with new clients just for Steven Crowder? That's, this is wild. Some of you are thinking, of course, telling someone else, hey, hey, change your business model. I, I get it. I'm in no position to say that unless instead of Monday morning quarterbacking it. Um, here's the thing. I didn't just offer criticisms. I offered a guide on how to. Here, here's the deal. I, I want to <laughs> sit at the table with people who, granted, have an immense amount of power and have incredibly deep pockets. That is all true, to be clear. And by the way, it's something that I want to have. On oh, yeah. our we side know. of the oh, yeah, aisle. But I offer a guide it. on how to do it. It is incumbent. This is what this is about. It is incumbent upon conservatives, if we believe what we say, to uncouple, to divest, if you want to use that term, from big tech. Right? For the business models of the movement as we move forward to not rely on playing ball with Facebook and with YouTube, that is something that we have to move toward. You know that we've been trying to do that here for years. That's why every single show we say, hey, if you can. He probably would not be in opposition to a single thing he just said, by the way. He's like, oh, yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Stephen. Uh, in the interim, because these are the dominating monopolies under capitalism. This is just how the game works, right? We're both capitalists. We love this. Um, these are the biggest platforms for us to release this content on. Should we suddenly decide to not be on Facebook, YouTube of our own decision, we would lose out on billions of views uh, as well as ad revenue. So we wouldn't we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't ever do that. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but we are obviously trying to start our own uh, streaming services and, and we're promoting alternative networks such as Rumble, which is certainly Pop, uh, propagated uh, primarily by conservatives. So, we're, yeah, we're, we're with you. You can watch on Rumble. Please do so. We're not looking to be banned on YouTube. But least we, we certainly won't compromise the truth. Um, in order... We won't compromise the racist or transphobic sketches. That's, that's it.
that you know i mean they compromise the truth all the time on the show this this show is the furthest thing from truth if you've ever wanted to see fucking like just start doing deep dives sometimes when he's like we provide all the links right below. When he says that, click on the link. It goes to his website, and then you have to siphon through. You have to find the needle in the haystack for the article because it just dumps them all there. You find the one that he's talking about. More often than not, the thing that they're citing or the source they have is completely disproving their own points. Like, I've found that so many times when I was trying to research his debunking of, uh, you know, uh, gender dysphoria, trans people in sports, all this kind of stuff. He would always be like, well, according to this one study, uh, it would seem like, yep, blah, blah. And then you look it up, and it's like, well, well, this actually wasn't a quantitative study. This was a qualitative study, and there's a very big difference between the two. And even then, this qualitative study was showing what societal stigma does in relation to people's anxiety and social anxiety if they are trans. Has nothing to do with the social anxiety that comes uh, inherently from being trans. Those are two incredibly different things, and you're actually disingenuously flipping them around, Stephen. That's what you do. So, yeah. In order to be advertiser-friendly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Daily Wire, Jeremy. And I really do hope that we can talk... At some point, please, you can pick up the phone. I mean, you definitely could have. You started this. You secretly recorded him. You, <laughs> in what world do you think he's going to be like, ah, you know, I got to give this guy another shot. You know, he's, he seems like he's on the up and up, this Steven Crowder. He's ready to negotiate. We've done that. We here have found a way to make that work. For proof, see election night, our numbers on Rumble there, and see the numbers on Rumble when we get suspended from YouTube, I think it Yeah, but see, it seems and sounds like he's actually a businessman, so I think he might be able to look into the actual numbers. Because remember when he was like, Stephen, how many numbers does the Mug Club pull in? And you're like, oh, well, 350,000? And he's like, okay, but he had no way of demonstrating or proving that, which obviously that'd be amazing if that was true. It brings in a large amount of revenue right out of the gates, but uh, you can't take someone on his word when we're trying, again, to sign a nine-figure contract with you. It was four times this last year. And I went to great lengths to communicate that to the people at Daily Wire. There can be no next me if the people at the top with, with you know, the financial resources. Steven, this is capitalism. This has to be a bit. You are, you are describing the way the system works. Th th this is how it works. Yes, it's top down. Are, are doing the bidding. That's that's being the arm of big tech. What you just said is, well, we have to play ball with big tech if we want to make money. Well, I don't. Why don't you guys follow a model like I have? And <laughs> they do. They do both. The Daily Wire takes in direct subscriptions, and the Daily Wire promotes the Daily Wire by being on all these social media platforms. Would you get a viral video of Ben Shapiro eviscerating college student alpha, beta, blah, 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 and that goes viral on YouTube? That is fucking shit tons of free advertising. Those millions and millions of views direct a ton of people to being like, whoa, I want to see more of this. Who is this guy? The Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro. Oh, there's a $10 subscription service. I'm signing up for that. Boom. Next thing you know, it, this is how it all happens. They're not going to do one and then just cut the other one off completely because they want to be like the free speech kings, you know? Daily Wire is not going to be like, well, we could shut off uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars of revenue and free advertising that we get from uh, putting our shit on social media. Like, you understand too, Stephen, there's a huge difference between if you host your own site and stuff, you have to pay all the fees. You have to pay for the hosting costs, the server costs, you have to pay for the ability for the, like, you know, the, the protection, DDoS protection costs, the ability for millions
millions of people to be able to access your information potentially you want to have fast streaming so you got to pay for really really expensive service that kind of shit it adds up very very quickly youtube is free twitch is free but tiktok is free instagram is free facebook is free they're all free so uploading your shit to there for free and getting money while also charging people at the same time is obviously a much better business model it's why they all do it and they're not going to stop just for you scale it that's that's what I've been doing since 2014. You know that has been trying to make sure, which I thought we were all doing, that we can all flip the bird all doing. to Silicon Valley. This is saying we we need him, and you need to play ball. I I don't know if he's going to do it, but I really hope. I mean, I don't even know if Stephen would leave it in. If there's a point in the phone call where it just is straight up like, Stephen, I I don't know how to explain this to you any clearer because I, at this point I would have assumed you would have just picked up on it on its own. Um, this is business. Uh, we we run a, a capitalist enterprise and we want to generate profit for ourselves and our shareholders. The more profit we make, the better we are doing. And so because of that, I see you as an asset that I'm trying to buy. And in pursuant of that asset, I would want to also protect myself in case you might want to start doing your N-word sketches again, which I'm not going to censor you. You have the free speech to do it. It'll just cost you. That's all. You can do the sketch, you can get demonetized or banned for a period of time, do whatever you want to do, but at the end of the day, when that loses potentially hundreds of thousands, if not $200,000, $300,000, wherever long it is, I want to be able to recoup my losses because, again, capitalism. I'm a capitalist, you're signing a contract with a company that wants to make money off you as well as pay you. And, by the way, before some of you ask for this, um, look, there's always personal information uh, on, on phone calls, and uh, for the record, I've... Recorded three people on phone calls in my life. <laughs> this is, All three are involved with. First off, do not believe for a second. Uh, secondly, um, it's pretty funny that you would be like, this is one of the three that warranted. <laughs> like, I, I bet the Daily Wire team are like, what the fuck did we do? Like, I, I just, I don't get it. I, is, is, is he just, is he playing dumb? Is, is he pretending? Has he spoken to a single person who knows anything? Because this is absolutely absurd. We offered that motherfucker $50 million and he's starting a fucking inquisition against us. He's turning the entire Louder with Crowder team on the Daily Wire. Now we got Candace Owens straight up calling out Steven Crowder and being like, you're a fucking bitch, you fucking bitch. You know, We're like, what the hell? <laughs> with big tech. Just to be clear, the entire call transcript has been sent to others to verify without hopefully having to release the whole thing. Um, mm. And I'll be on oh, that nice cool show, I believe, on Monday to talk about it. Now, this is something oh, else that's shit. been brought to my attention. I was just talking about that. Okay, well, I stand corrected. Steven Crowder is jumping on Tim Pool's show. Well, never mind. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, you know, look, some people have been sent out from, from Daily Wire and have gotten very, you know, very personal. Obviously, when we released this video, we, we didn't name names, and I told you there are a lot of people in the space who have made offers, and it is true. There are quite a few, and there are some others that have been pretty similar to this. This isn't wow. um, an incredible unique. Wow. I wonder how many. What other people could compete with that? Like, I'm guessing Rumble probably made an offer, but that only would have been, like, for one mil, two mil kind of range. Who else has the pockets beyond the Blaze, the Daily Wire, um, the Daily Caller? Daily Caller probably made a fucking big-ass offer. I'm guessing Daily Caller probably made a really big one. That's another really big conservative network. Yeah, that was probably the next comparable one, at least one of a big enough size. Unique scenario, but there have been some good people out there, too, and we're still talking with them. So I do know that some people from Daily Wire have sort of have come out, maybe been instructed to. I have no idea. I don't care. Uh, and they've gotten very personal. I don't want to do that. At least I didn't want to. 
but now it's sort of necessary for me to do so. Um, so these are the only personal things I will say about the people at Daily World. Uh, Andrew Clavin is one of my favorite people of all time. Oh, okay. You're doing he that. has an I'm unbelievable nice skill to make you feel like the smartest guy in the room, even though I guarantee you he's smarter than you. There are very few people whose company I enjoy more than Andrew Clavin. Jordan Peterson is not only a friend, I would go to the wall for him. He's a guy who has changed the landscape of our country for the better. Can't say enough good things about him. Ben Shapiro is possibly the smartest person I know. That's as personal as I'll get. Now, what about uh, here's the thing. Only after that final call, after negotiations had fallen through, uh, pleading on the side of principle and knowing that it was completely met with deaf ears, did I come out like I did? Mm. See, here's the thing. Daily, they keep talking about a business. Well, I walked away from the table because I'm talking like about a country, about a movement. And this is the thing. The response that I've heard over the years is not just now. I've been. Man, I, I guess it was going to like it was going to come to an impasse somewhere. But right wingers really hit the wall in capitalism, not from, you know, things that normal people kind of start to realize at all from climate change, stuff like that. It, it was it was social media. It was big tech. Like the idea that big tech operates under capitalism the same way that every other independent company does and, and monstrously huge monopolies form and they swallow up all the competition until there's only a few companies that offer all the things you have to utilize. And so once they concentrate all that power into the hands of the very few, yes, uh, you can never have free speech under big tech, uh, under a capitalist model. It cannot exist. These are for-profit companies in one way or another. It doesn't matter if they're doing it via uh, we are the arbiters of free speech and we allow everyone on, haha, except for you Nazis, but everyone else else or uh, they do it through a like we want to have a wholesome safe place where everyone uh, can advertise and, and feel great about life and it's just Jimmy Fallon on 24-7 in this nightmare scenario uwu like it doesn't matter what the, the case may be you're, you're not going to have fucking free speech you're doing this for a long time you constantly hear it's just business it's just business but it well, is guess what it's not to me okay sure I run a business but it's not just business. And let me gotcha. ask you, when so have you noble. ever heard someone say it's just business when they're doing the right thing? Ever hear someone give $250,000 to charity and say it's just business? And here's something that I would like to... I'm uh, not saying it out loud, but that's definitely what they're implying. ...ask you. Because I know that they've tried to play the identity politics and, you know, misrepresent the whole uh, financial situation. But yeah, over the course of four or five years... The total operational budget, meaning 25, 30 employees, all of the costs, security, health insurance, would have been somewhere in the, uh, the, the $50 million ballpark uh, for that total operational budget. That is true. Okay. First off, I think it's a good thing for conservative companies out there to be gener generating or capable of generating far more than that. And it'd be better than just Disney and just Netflix and just Hulu Plus. And it would be. It sucks that keeps happening. It's also weird. It doesn't just happen in entertainment. It happens in virtually every single field that the free market is allowed to dictate what companies can and cannot do in terms of their sales with the public and then internationally. Also, monopolies tend to grow to a certain size. They seem to want to either destroy or buy out and disassemble the competition or 
merge with the competition until they become the sole proprietor of the product that people buy. And it's gotten to such a point now where we have these illusions of choice because all these original companies used to exist at one point or another, but now they're all owned under these giant umbrellas. You go into the supermarket, it's just 11 companies providing you every single thing you see on the shelves. 11. Just 11 companies provide you with every single product that you see all around you. There's only like a couple manufacturers of all the produce, a couple of manufacturers of all the meat. There's only a couple of manufacturers of all the beer. There's only a couple of airlines. There's a very small amount of banks incredibly small amount of telecom companies weird how this keeps happening in virtually every fucking single field isn't it it kind of fucking sucks you know you keep thinking that like well capitalism breeds innovation and it certainly is the best system for promoting innovation because with capitalism you use your capital to buy commodities and those that are the best commodities will win out because people will vote with their dollars and everything will work out honestly i'd like the people who are in charge of that to be people who are willing to walk away from that if it comes with strings attached, with people who hate everything you stand for. So let's take that at face value, okay? By the way, you know how sometimes, and I say this to you, my friends, sometimes there are moments where you have um, uh, similar path, or similar objectives, or you just stand back because you want to see uh, two bad things uh, fight each other, right? So if Disney's fighting Ron DeSantis, hey, in enjoy, you know, go, go at each other, uh, that kind of stuff. Steven Crowder taking on the rest of these companies, go at each other. But there's sometimes when I'll have right-wingers in my replies on Twitter or in general in comments and stuff be like, hey, you're a lefty. Can't you see similar to, to what he's proposing? Don't you see that this could be something in which even though you hate each other ideologically and you hate how transphobic or homophobic or racist he is, you can see ultimately that he is calling out something that you might agree with as well. And I wanted to tell them in the case of Steven Crowder, I don't believe this man for a fucking second, okay? There, there's nothing genuine about him in, in any way, shape, or form. The man has been a fucking shyster his entire fucking life, so I don't think he's coming at this from a noble position. I think what Steven Crowder is doing right now, outside of the whole fucking, you know, napalm the fucking earth uh, strategy, uh, is that he's starting his own company. And when he starts his own company, he's going to advertise it that he is the alternative to this. You can fight Big Con, come with me, sign a contract where I won't limit what you do on other social media companies. You can get demonetized across the board. I won't be the bad guy who does that and, and gets to play the hero. Meanwhile, is the rest of that contract in any way going to be favorable to new signees, especially desperate new conservatives? Say there's a conservative TikTok star who's like, holy shit, Steven Crowder's my hero. I'm about to sign to the fucking, the dog come network. I can't wait to join. And it's like, well, here's your, your offer, blah, blah, blah. I, sure, sign whatever you need. Are they going to be uh, offers that also exploit uh, a bunch of young up-and-coming people? And in my assessment, of course they are. S Steven Crowder uh, is upset that he's not at the top of the pyramid. That that's all this is. It's not that there's a problem with the fucking pyramid itself. It's not that there's a problem with the system itself. It's not that there's a problem with any of that where you can find like, oh well, we actually do have common ground. I agree with you. You should have a more equitable workplace in which you have more like fucking democracy in the workplace. People can actually have voting power and stuff like that. You know, they spend eight hours a day. And no, no, no. It's not about that. This is about being at the top of the totem pole. This is about being the number one fucking uh, right wing media empire person. And he's already kind of displaying that by starting this entire endeavor out, again, by assaulting what will become one of his biggest fucking competitors. If he's going to directly be in streaming uh, right-wing conservative content uh, and, and being one of the top players in that, which he will probably have the assets to start becoming one, uh, then the Daily Wire has now become his direct competition. I want you to ask yourself this question, okay? Put yourself in my shoes. What would it hey, what take? Hey, what up, Jeff? Good to see you. 
How much do your principles matter to you? What kind of a headspace would you have to be in to walk away full stop from $50 million? Let me ask you even further. You just kind of discounted the gravity of that statement because you said you got multiple similar offers. So by you walking away from this one, you could accept the counter offer, which I don't think you're going to. I think you're liking the fact that you have other really big offers from possibly, I'm going to guess, maybe the Daily Caller uh, would be another one, possibly even other networks. I'm not totally sure. But um, yeah, that, that, that one's not really worth anything, Stephen. What would it take for you to be willing to walk away from at least $50 million because of it causing harm to someone else that doesn't even affect you? Shut the fuck up. Candace Owens was right. <laughs> like, you know what? Just be honest. Just why why does everyone always gotta fucking put on this performance? It's fucking theatrics. It's not about me. It's about me trying to help up and coming young conservatives make it in this, you know, cutthroat industry. I'm just tired of all the exploitation, I tells you. But the next kid. I've talked about this, you know, you have it in comedy. I don't, I'm never going to be the guy who pulls the ladder up after me. What motivates me is not money. Of course, everyone here likes nice things. They want to make a living. You've heard me say this many times. I want to pass the torch. I want there to be so <laughs> What torch? <laughs> like you're going to pass the Merkin on fire. That's all this is. Fucking burning ass pubic wig. Yeah, do you want the comedy torch for me, Stephen L. Crowder? This will be fucking fun. Someone else to do this. It can't happen if this is how our movement is structured. And, and you know that, by the way. He meant the Tiki torch. Yeah, true. This could do irreparable damage to the movement, the country. And the people who've fought so hard for the ground gained if we've decided to get in bed with these people who want to strip it away. I'm asking, would you walk away? What would it take for you to walk away? Like, I, Stephen, for a lot of people watching this, and like I've already told you, especially for like people who have serious uh, economic woes in their lives, there are people who would cut off literally their own fingers for a million dollars. For a million dollars something. It doesn't matter if it's to be a, a YouTuber. It's like, yeah, sure, you, you can have a pinky. Yeah, a million dollars, done. To, to fucking can pay off all the collection agencies, can pay off the debts, can pay off the fucking student loans, can pay off my kids' medical debts, can pay off my dad's medical debt, can pay for my sister's surgery, can buy this, can do that. Like, tons and tons of fucking people. And, and you can't posture right now, again, that this is some incredibly noble stance you're taking when not even five minutes earlier, you were like, and I've had multiple comparable offers so you've walked away from one fifty million dollar contract apparently of multiple 50 million dollar and or more or less amounts uh but in the same range and 50 million dollars because it's true that's exactly what i did it's exactly what i'm doing and so long as these contracts out there include enforcement of big tech of punishing conservative creators <laughs> not enforcement Big tech. <laughs> On behalf. I'm so happy he recorded that guy's conversation. He just again explained it in such plain English. Like, well, yeah, Stephen, we don't we don't agree with their policies. We we think they're shit. We're on the same side as you. We we hate big tech. Um, but honestly, that uh, these are the dominant monopolies in the industry. And obviously, as an asset, you understand why we would want to protect our our own investments, especially for spending millions and millions of dollars. It's very standard in business. This is actually very 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 simple. This stuff is not complex. I'm not talking to you about mergers, acquisitions, uh, capital gains, anything like. This is, this is just very, very simple. Ah. 
of the people we claim to fight and the people who have long since demonetized us and can't stand me, and part of me doesn't blame them. As long as these contracts include that, not even for me, but the next person, I wouldn't take a billion dollars. Sure. And certainly not if you understand in context when behind closed doors, I know and these people know and acknowledge exactly what's being done to the next generation of that's it's just not true like for a billion dollars i i would dress up like uh, an avocado and and get greased up and allow you all to try and like catch me you know like people would do some weird things for that amount of money creators bench talent young talent they don't get deals like this so they, get, they don't get deals they, that they be wage slaves for a little bit come over and make a salary and grow their brand that you then own well, I own parts of it. I don't own it. They can... I, again, I, I don't... Like, this can't be real. He's, he's been in the game for way too long. He has lawyers. He's a multimillionaire. He's spoken to other people. He has his own contracts and employees. There's no way he's not getting this. He, he, like, he wanted to turn the whole thing into a cause and threw the Daily Wire under the bus. Threw his future competition under the bus, basically. When their contract's up, they can still go out and they'll still be famous. By the way, that entire term, like, and he's, he, I mean, again, monsters, they're saying this all out loud. It's like, yeah, we're, we're totally willing to exploit people for slave wages when they're starting out. His term, not mine. In his video, Stephen Crowder insists that this is a slave contract. There is no need to be enslaved like this. Then the Daily Wire revealed the slave contract was for $50 million over four years. Four weeks off a year. Four weeks off a year. Damn. And Crowder never working Fridays. So you get three fucking day weekends, four weeks off a year, and you make $50 million over four years to be racist. To be racist. You will be paid $50 million to be racist and transphobic over and over and over. Not a bad deal. In another Steven Crowder video, delusional Colin Kaepernick compares slavery to million dollar contracts. <laughs> Wild black people, eh? How could they do or say something like that? <laughs> they can keep doing their shows, so go do a show somewhere else. They'll be in a far, far, far better place. You helped to make them. No, not long enough. This contract, this contract owns it in perpetuity even after the contract. You're paying a lease but getting ownership. That's what this contract is. On the content that we paid to produce, yes. <laughs> Again, no shit! <laughs> Your Daily Wire shows will stay on the daily... Of course they will! Do you, do you think that after four years, it's like, so can you take all my stuff off your networks? It's mine now. It's like, oh, oh, okay. So see, we were under the impression that if we paid millions and millions of dollars for an asset, we'd get to actually keep that asset and then redistribute it, maybe give it to secondary windows. I know it's not quite the same as traditional marketing because not a lot of other windows probably want to have the Steven Crowder show, but I still thought that we got to own that a little bit. They're, they're not also, and I don't know this because I didn't go through every detail of the contract, but I'm going to guess they're not buying distinctly your, your brand and your copyright you probably got to keep the rights to that you just for a period of four years have to do it within the daily wires framework and then after that four years all the shows that you produce for the daily wire of course will be owned by the daily wire they will be steven crowder the show but they don't own steven crowder the brand they will allow you to separate those two entities you know, look i understand there are going to be differing opinions on this i understand that um as someone who does run a business and has to 20 i think maybe 25 employees i don't know we're expanding 
Yeah. Um, so you, he 100% knows. He's This is all 100% an act. He's, he's just doing this to be another cause, fight like hell. This is Republicans. Look at Rebel Media. If you don't know, Rebel Media is a fucking trash-ass Breitbart of Canada fucking uh, media network that is full of anti-vax, racist, white supremacist shit. It's what gave you Lauren Southern, uh, Faith Goldie, Gavin McInnes, uh, Tommy Robinson. Okay, that's that's Rebel Media. They do this every fucking week. Every week there's a new cause. So, uh, join us in, in destroying the liberal government. Uh, and and Trudeau's new gulags and, and, and anti or sorry vaccine apartheid so, uh, help us end vaccine apartheid sign up now donate in the blah 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 they do that it's just like it's a rotating cause the quartering does this all the time he's got this on a carousel where every fucking couple months he goes through the same pattern ah uh, you know social media is really bad for my mental health I should probably get off if you can support me please join my email list thanks or it'll be like YouTube's trying to demonetize me specifically uh, they're targeting me friends I need you to help me sign up for my email list and also uh if you can donate here here's a donation link like it's just perpetually uh like something is fucked uh we are the cause the only way to stop this is by joining us and supporting us alex jones 101 kind of shit right alex jones sells you fear all day you plug into Infowars, and it's like you're gonna die everything's wrong they're poisoning the water they're poisoning the air everything is gay or blah 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 the, the queers are coming to get us blah. uh the only thing that can stop that is alex jones lines of product or supporting alex jones and Infowars. if you want to support free speech you have to support him because he needs that money to be able to fight the globalists and the elites so we need you to keep like jordan peterson same thing help me out blah 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 andy no does this fucking all the fucking time uh he's still writing those kyle rittenhouse as a you know cherry uh announcement after charity announcement i need your donations to fight for free speech is the only way we can do it this is what the right does they are simultaneously loaded as fuck like they look at these contracts 50 million fucking dollars being offered for him to be fucking transphobic and racist that's and, and it doesn't have to work fridays gets four four weeks off a year that's the contract being offered to him and that's probably in addition to anything else he wants to like market sell if you want to make a Stephen crowder cartoon in the middle if you want to like and we'll fund that as well do you want to make a, a line of video games do you want some fucking Stephen crowder dolls to fuck whatever it is we will make it we'll produce it we'll get it for you baby in addition to all that there's all the other bag all this money all this fucking shit and still they grift, still they fucking, they just squeeze their fans for every last penny. Like, I, I have so many complaints about the left and left media or left pundits or left whatever, but like, at least when they're doing fundraisers, it's for fucking causes. It's like, hey, by the way, I want to raise $50,000 for the Trevor Project. I want to raise $40,000 for the Indian Residential Schools Survivor Society. I want to do this. I want to do that. It's not, uh, comrades, I, I need your help. Uh, it seems like if, if I don't get $60,000 uh, within the next like six months, uh, uh, apparently uh, the fascists are, are, are going to do a fascist and then the, uh, Hitler will come to power. So I, I need all of you, all of you brave Antifa super soldiers to dig deep, get out all your money and donate every sat last cent you have. Otherwise, comrades, we're in a lot of trouble. We're, we're going down, you know? And, and like, th there's a huge distinction between that and that being built into it. Like, it's, it's not even seen as shysty as every single one of these people does yet another fucking go... Like, Jeremy Hambly raised like $30,000 because he got punched in the face outside of a bar while he was drunk. Like, have any of you ever been hit and or hit someone and or been slapped or whatever outside because of alcohol or alcohol related or in a bar because of alcohol related? Has a friend ever hit you because of alcohol or something like that? Has any of that ever happened to you? Did you go online and were you like, oh, this is fucking the globalist dent of a deep state. Gonna need all the money to stop them. You gotta save Jeremy Hamley's face. Like, goddamn. I understand people run businesses differently and have different priorities. Here's the thing. I, I would genuinely still... Daily Wire, Jeremy, 
love to sit down at the table and explain to you how you can make all of this work, how you can scale what we do and not have to be beholden to the people who we, we all go out and claim that we're fighting. And especially with all of the financial resources that you have, which by the way, are very impressive. And by the way, uh, since fielding requests for people who've sent this in uh, under, uh, who, you guys are under these kinds of contracts, right? You've sent in your emails. If you're looking uh, to either join a network or looking to navigate these contracts, we've been flooded. I'm going to try and get to all of you. But here's the thing. Let me give you my word right now, my word. Everyone, you can timestamp it, call me on it. Here at Mug Club, we will never take any ownership over your social media platforms or your channels and I don't want a dime ever of your YouTube revenue. You make your own decision as to whether you want to be monetized or not. Some people want to, some people don't. Sounds great. Sounds very noble. Here's the thing. What else is there? Because you see, in this case, Steven Crowder has been offered a large sum of money in addition to what he does, right? So it's like you can make that money. You can make more money doing a whole bunch of other things. You know, Steven Crowder can bring in his sponsorships. He can, or they could add a contract where they don't get to do that. But most likely, he's allowed to do sponsorships. Gets to keep Rifle Coffee. Gets to keep uh, whatever his, his shit is any day. Dogcom.com. All that shit. Steven Crowder gets to handle. And in addition to that, uh, he's getting paid handsomely. So is Crowder going to offer that to other people? Is, is he going to offer to other YouTubers coming up? He's like, I'm not going to take any monetization from you you know i it could be because you have a very small channel right now you've got like 6k subs you don't make a lot of money but either way i'm not going to take any of that won't touch it you do whatever you want you get canceled over and over and over again be as racist as you need to be uh, i'm going to sign you but i'm going to sign you and i'm going to own what you produce for a while and including my ability to do whatever i want with it uh redistribute it edit it change it manipulate it but uh, i'm going to own you i i may even buy your brand who knows it depends i have all the power you see, because now I'm in charge. Now now I am the leader of this empire network. And trust me, there's a lot of young content creators, a lot of young conservative content creators, TikTok stars, Instagram stars, you name it, who are going to do whatever it takes to get on. Because it's like, holy shit, Steven Crowder of the Crowder Come Network is tapping me on the shoulder. I, this is the lifetime of an opportunity. Uh, and he said he's not going to handle anything to do with my social media. This is beautiful. But you still get fucked over. There's, like nothing about this is going to be noble. Mark my words. I just have a problem with... I'll, I'll, I'll stand by that. If it turns out I was completely wrong and, and Crowder has the greatest... Uh, you know, independent media contracts and offers and workers' rights protections and even allows for unionization and even maybe even co-ownership of his own company with employees, I will I will eat crow. I, I will eat all of the crow, okay? I, I will eat a, a Stephen Crowder-shaped uh, crow doll. Uh, but I, I do not feel that that's a, uh, an unsafe bet. Requiring that you do and penalizing you if you don't. And to... Why is he even mad? Because he's selling something. This, this this whole thing is, like I said, the whole thing is, is just set up. That's what it's all about. Daily Wire to the rest of the people out there. Give me Source song, I have no idea. Give me a call. <laughs> I have a soundboard. Most of these things have weird names. COVID-19, what does that do? COVID-19! See, that one makes sense. Pause it makes pause it. Pause it. Fake news makes fake news. You are fake news. But that one just says money. Yeah. Golden one's juicy, right? Absolutely juicy. Juicy. Yeah, that one's that one's good too. And look, let me put it this way. 
If you give me your word, this is all that matters here. Just give me your word that there will never be a clause in a contract again for some unsuspecting kid or someone who doesn't have the luxury to walk away from $50 million, as I did, true, guilty as charged. Give me your word that you will not penalize them. You are so fucking sad. Like, I don't, I, I don't know where you get the, like, I don't know. I Like, is is there no shame? Is, is there just like, have you lost whatever crumbs ever remained that you can actually put on a fucking face and be like, I turned away $50 million for you because I care about free speech more than anything, anything. It's the biggest speech, my favorite kind. 25% for demonetization, another 20% for a strike, another 20% Facebook, Spotify, Apple, up to 80%. Just give me your word that that clause, that that spirit will not be in any contract sent out to anyone else who's at the front lines fighting for this country, and we're done. All of this stops right now. You will never hear from me again. I will go out and sing your praises. You can pick up the phone. You have my word. That's all it is. That's all this is about. In the interim, to everyone else, stopbigcon.com, be a signatory. I'll see you uh, Monday. Tim Pool. Fight. 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 So, so far, we just have Candace Owens, who has also uh, spoken out and called Steven Crowder a, a series of names. She called him a bitch. Candace Owens has officially called Steven Crowder a bitch. I don't think he's going to take very kindly to such things, but we shall see. We shall see. Oh, I got to finish the rest of this. Right. The reaction amongst the right wing fan base was initially with Crowder, but now seems to be shifting against him with the revelation that he treated a $50 million contract like indentured servitude. One final detail. Jordan Peterson, whose podcast is hosted with The Daily Wire, has apparently uh, was apparently unaware of Crowder's video and was actually about and initially tweeted in support of him. Someone appears to have gotten to him, though, and Peterson later deleted the tweet. He's also on The Daily Wire, so uh, that was fast. In his video, Stephen Crowder insists that this is a slave contract and there will be uh, there's no need to be enslaved like this. Then The Daily Wire reported the slave contract was for $50 million. Possibly relevant. In November, roughly two months after the Daily Wire negotiations broke down, Steven Crowder was defending Kanye by complaining about people with Jewish last names in conservative media duping talent with confusing contracts. Crowder. But he's not wrong about everything. Look, there is a conversation to be had about secular humanists with Jewish last names in Hollywood exploiting people in positions of, you know, the performance arts. Talent? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, that happens in the conservative movement too, behind the scenes. Uh, Gerald Morgan, co-host. Yeah, Crowder. People sign contracts where they don't know what they're signing. Yeah, that's true. Is there a disproportionate number of people with Jewish last names in higher banking? That's an argument that can be made. But then when you get into it, it's because they're Jewish and all Jews, well, then we have a problem. Not because it's offensive, but because it's inaccurate. It's not because it's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. It, it just, it you know, all the parts don't add up. That's, that's, that's all. Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form. Available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free. Just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Juice, we shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel Kay, 
Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arnie, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Doug Katie, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropophojack, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.